It's a new week, and we're getting the Snyder Cut, Nancy. Yay, it only took the internet cyberbullying for a year and a half. It's a new record, I think. You know, it's going to be longer. There's going to be reshoots. Does Batman have to be recast again? I mean, is Affleck coming back for the shoots? I mean, he probably got tubby during quarantine. He, he seems to be able to do that quite quickly these days. Yeah, but Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, yo. Okay, fair enough. I haven't harked on Batfleck in a while, because I have a new Batman to rag on. <laughs> Batfleck over Evo Bat any day. I don't need Edgelord Batman. I don't need it. I don't want it. And it's I, I'm going to have it anyway. <laughs> and with that, we'll talk more about that at another point, not today. However... We do need to talk about something that we've said a couple weeks ago we would, and that's our new scrappy league, the Korean Baseball League. We got some updates. Because they kept sports in. <laughs> they started sports in, and apparently we're getting sports in again soon. Sports in along. We're getting there. Can't we're wait. not a sports. Let's talk. <laughs> no, we're not. However, NC Dino Boys and Swole Daddy number one. 14 and 3. With that team ERA of three and a, three and a quarter. Oh, good pitching. See, there you go. But then, like, my crappy little, little KT Wizards are currently chilling in seventh, but it's okay. We still have time. We're moving up the ranks slowly but surely. At least you're <laughs> second in, 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 in average. Right. Like, so like we're we're just we're working our way up. We're playing strats. We're we're messing with stuff. Like it'll be okay. Have you seen oh. any of the ESPN broadcasts of this? Mm-mm. So they actually have players from MLB who will come on during the broadcast. They had Trevor Bauer, and they famously leaked his phone number to their national audience watching the game at like three o'clock in the morning. That's amazing. <laughs> Colin McHugh literally rolled out of bed, threw on the nearest thing he had to jump on because he didn't realize it was it didn't realize it was going to be nationally aired, thought it was audio only. Oh no. Rolling up in pajamas. It's great. Oh no, it gets leaked. That's amazing. He had a night. <laughs> that's great stuff. Um the quality you get when there's no American sports. They have cut out, so they're not allowed to have fans in Korea, so they have cardboard cutouts in the stands. <laughs> Great. That's the best type of social distancing. How come wrestling hasn't done that? <laughs> wrestling hasn't piped in crowd noise yet, but I mean, they went to those cinematic matches that I guess at some point we're going to have to watch and have to talk about, huh? Uh, you know, we probably could have gone... Gotten away with not saying anything, but because you reminded people. <laughs> we'll work on it. Moving on, we are not a sports podcast. We are yeah, a gaming we're... and pop culture contest, so let's talk about cancelled games conventions. Yay! <laughs> Rest in <laughs> GamesCon 2020, you are digital only from August 27th to 30th. Great. Coming at us. To watch, no ticket required. World premieres, yep. news, games, and events. And it'll see the return of Jeff Keighley's opening night live showcase. Oh my. <laughs> but Great. on the plus side, 
we get to socially distance celebrate and we can we can discord or we can skype or you know zoom meeting gamescom watch it together and be responsible by staying out of melee range exactly which is why there's also now New Game Plus Expo, which will showcase 40 games from Sega, Atlas, and many, many more. Hey, Atlas, I know... It's going to be... Interesting. How do you say that? <laughs> well, so... So it's coming later in June, this one will be. And it's gonna be just a Twitch a Twitch basically a Twitch showcase of just game trailers and such from a bunch of Japanese companies, right? I'm not sure if I'm as excited for this one as I would be for the GamesCon event, because GamesCon's a much bigger one. It'll be nice though, because you do have people like Koei Tecmo are gonna be there. Uh Natsume. We won't get into that. Um as I mentioned, Atlas, um, Arc System Works is going to have some stuff there as well, SNK. So there'll be some fighting games for sure. And I think that's why I'm just not as excited for this one. I understand that. But we got 40 at least. So I'm sure you'll find maybe four, four or five that you'll be excited about. And you should be fine. We'll see. June 23rd, eh, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 Pacific. If you want to watch it, watch it. I might. I might not. I mean, I'll, I'll probably catch the highlights. That's usually how I do these anyway. See what people are cooking up. Just do glimpses. Maybe not. That should just know. be. <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11's getting a big DLC drop on the 26th. That's actually the day after. The day before this episode will be up. So make sure your wallets are ready because it's $40. $40 <laughs> big drop DLC with a bunch of story content, three new characters in Raijin, Shiva, and my personal favorite, the dick shooter himself, Robocop. That's what I'm, I'm hyped for. I can't wait to see what the dick shot looks like in Mortal Kombat. Oh man, there's trailers of it. There's video of it already. Go take a look. There we go. I think what's really cool is that Glue King's a fucking thunder fire god and dragon thing now, and he's just like a badass, and that Shang Tsung is actually modeled off of the actor who played him in the movie and voice in motion captured by him now. It's one full circle. That's amazing. It's That's a nice touch right there. Gonna be pretty good. I it's don't have Mortal hype. Kombat 11, but nor do we'll I. See. But I will find a way. <laughs> we'll see. I'll ask some friends. Another game talking about coming out. Coming out in June. We'll have Riot's next massive hit probably in Valorant. The beta's already taken over Twitch. Uh, beta codes are hard. Were hard to come by. You had to get luckily and get a bot drop to you during a Twitch stream and watch it endlessly to get them. I know some people who did. It's a 5v5 tactical shooter, much in the vein of something like Overwatch. Only more realistic okay. than what Overwatch is. So it reminds them, uh, it reminds a bunch of players talked about it, kind of sounds like, kind of feels like a lot like Counter Strike does. And it's free to play, launching June 2nd 
and I will probably be giving it a shot. I, I might play it with you, but me and shooters don't get along. And keep in mind, if you are currently <laughs> playing the beta, your account will be reset to zero. I'd say that's fair. Filthy beta testers, just wait till this becomes like Sword Art, and then everybody's going to hate you. <laughs> They're going to be coming for me. EA is releasing the source code to two Command and Conquer games ahead of their relaunch of the remastered version so that they can actually maybe try to embrace the modding community. So you'll get it for the original Command and Conquer and for Red Alert. I refuse to call it by its new retroactive subtitle to that game. Oh, do we have a soft spot for you? I don't like when they go back and rename games years after they come out. Yeah, that's fair. It's like you got to know, you, you know, you got to know it. There, there's an intimate relationship you build with the game, and then you just like change the name like halfway through. No, it's not the same. That's not who you knew. That's right, <laughs> though. But the first game of both of the, well, used to be long running Command and Conquer series, we actually haven't gotten a new release in a very long time. I'm still hyped to pl try to play these remasters and see what they look like, but you're getting the first game in both of their long running series, the Tiberian franchise and the Red Alert franchise. Red Alert ended up going in a goofy direction and with Tim Curry talking about space, but, you know. Those are the dark times. We don't talk about those. It's fine. Have you seen the Tim Curry? acting shots of from red alert 2 no i have not as the russian main as your main russian advisor and president that sounds amazing just oh, because it's tim curry it's great <laughs> um and i love him <laughs> i'm putting well, that on the ether and the internet now so that way when something eventually happens people don't think i'm on that bandwagon <laughs> no i love tim curry but yes so and you can always tell, right? And you can always tell what type of man you're dealing with when you ask them what movie they know Tim Curry from. It's a lot about their personality. But anyways. Anyway. So this will be coming, these, the remasters are coming out in about 10 or so days from now. So it should be interesting and fun. And we'll see what happens. Sim now, something else I've been kind of clamoring about happening, Nancy. And that is? Simpsons aspect ratio changes coming to Disney+. Plus. Finally, I will be able to see everything again the way it was intended when I was a child. You can finally shut up about it. Thank God. <laughs> you don't understand how important, for at least for animation, that aspect ratio is. Because that's what shows you the quality of the animation at the time. The bigger it is, things become blurry. They become grainy. And more grain is not good. Original and you also miss wonderful jokes that are, you know, just drawn in. Or in the case of a lot of older anime, you miss a bunch of beautifully drawn back backgrounds and backwashes to the action with it. It's unfortunate that everybody thinks that it needs to fill the whole screen. Fill the whole screen. I hate society. Oh, mind, mind bars. Because it keeps me more focused on what I'm watching. It's like, I don't need to look there. I just have to look here. Problem solved. It's amazing. <laughs> <sighs> I don't have to scan the whole goddamn screen 
because it's, you know, 80 inches and it's full screen and it corner to corner and I've got to like computer scan it. It's like, no, just let me like hone in on something. Yes. A nice little box. If you have an 80 inch TV and you scale it down to a 430 aspect ratio and it effectively would cut your screen size in half, that's still 40 fucking inches. And that's still right, which bigger is better than, than what the televisions were when these episodes first aired. Right. We're so spoiled now. Speaking of spoiled. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Ruby Rose exiting the Batwoman series reportedly because of the long working hour. She had to work, guys. It sucks. Like, she had to wake up with, like, an alarm and, like, had to get ready and then, like, go to work for continuous hours, multiple times a week. That's so hard. Meh. <laughs> three caster. Who could you pick to play Batwoman, Nancy? You know, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And the reason I don't is because I haven't watched any of this. Neither have I. I. So I couldn't accurately cast a Batwoman to a show that I've never even glimpsed at to know how things interact with one another. Let me get back to you on that. <laughs> like, I, I, I'll watch I an episode. Either. I just hadn't had the opportunity to. But... The fact that she's leaving a successful show because she's unhappy with the working hours that are demanded by the show, which are the same as any of the other CW shows. Like, fine. Don't let the door hit you where the good lord splits you. She's still beautiful. Oh, absolutely. <gasps> but Heart. <laughs> but she's being a little whiny baby. You know, there are other issues that we have going on in the world right now. Like, there, there's the pandemic and the fact that we can't go to concerts or, you know, any other place that's fun. Well, I mean... But California is working on it. I was going to say, there's a firm in California working on that where it's going to have a protective suit for concerts and clubbing that have slots built in for vaping and drinking. We are Sign so me... Up though, because I'm not gonna lie, this looks fucking dope. I would part like I am. I am in the future. I'm hoping there's lights on the inside that light up my face. Cool. Like I'll do like space makeup. Like I will go full like Fifth Element in this suit. <laughs> it is so cool. Something we actually have to have in society. Dude, yeah. honestly, okay, like, desperate times call for desperate measures, and, like, I say this as someone who has been fairly responsible during this whole debacle that we find ourselves in as a planet, and also just dealing with all the nonsense and stupidity in our motherland, but to be able, like, if something like this were to actually work, I'd be all for it, because I do miss going out. And I would look fucking cool doing it. Like, at the end of the day, especially, like, if, like, other people were in it, too. It's like, fuck yeah. Like, we, we have breached a new level of fashion if it gets executed properly. Because you have different fashions for each type of concert or venue that you go to. Like, with the raving. You know, raves have their own, like, 
like even even their, those subgenres, and then you got like metalheads, like all this other stuff. So they all have like aesthetics. So this is going to change the the fashion game for concerts. And I'm so excited for it. <laughs> I can't wait to see what it does. <laughs> I suppose we could ask the parallel universe that where time runs backwards what it does, since you know they've already done it. You know, I've got a lot more questions for them too. So we need to we need to figure out how to how to bridge that gap, how we fold the paper and stick the the pencil into it, something. We need to get that figured out because I've got questions. Yes, because <laughs> apparently scientists in Antarctica have found evidence of it because of the way some cosmic ray detection was was done. And I still don't buy it. But it had higher energy than it's supposed to. So of course that means things are traveling backwards. Because it should have less energy if it was abiding by our physics. But since they're different physics, it needs to be a parallel universe. It has to. Well, apparently they're only supposed to be detected <laughs> when they come down from space. And not when they come up out of the Earth. So it implies <laughs> that they're actually traveling backwards in time. At least as far as we can understand it right now. And I think that's our... Honestly, like, I don't know why, but I've been on a kick lately. But I think with this, what is going to trip us up forever is how we perceive time. What and that's going to be why we can't figure this shit out. What if time itself is moving backwards and the way we perceive time is wrong? It's completely possible because time is the most like made up construct that we have. And the only way we would, and there's really no way we would ever notice that around us if it doesn't affect an organism's life cycle, for example. Or maybe we age in the wrong direction. (laughs) That would be a painful, that would be an awkward death, though, wouldn't it? I don't want to think about that, actually. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. <laughs> that reminds me of the episode of Futurama where they all get almost unborn because they wanted to make Dr. Fonsworth just a little bit younger. <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. Think what you will. Let's see if there's any concurrent hypothesis out there that can be confirmed. and We'll, we'll find out. It is fun to see scientists still doing things and pushing the envelope. Speaking of still doing things, apparently we got space launch coming from SpaceX, where we're going to have two astronauts going into space off American soil for the first time since 2011. Woo, yeah, freedom space! Yo, I'm hyped for this, though. Oh, most definitely. We've got two veteran astronauts going into space. Have you seen the spacesuits? The spacesuits are. <laughs> I wouldn't um, mind partying in these. <laughs> the spacesuits look like the vape suits. Right. Like, like that's why I said I wouldn't mind partying in these. Like, and then I could be like, yeah, I went to space, and then I went to a fucking rave. Oops. Oops. <laughs> right. 
Launch will take place on May 27th, roughly 4.33 in the afternoon. I will definitely be watching this live on probably Elon's Twitter because Elon will have it live on his Twitter. NASA will probably have it on Twitch, so I'll be watching this. I'm definitely watching this. I love space. Space is so cool. I can. I cannot wait to watch it. I want to do is I want to try to find a way to go to space. One way or another. Maybe in our lifetime. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Because I know I would love to just be amongst the stars to see. And show how, and just to see with my own eyes how much we really don't matter. Because we don't. We really don't. But individuals do. Oh. And sometimes they matter a lot. So we're going to draw the headline thing lines to a close this week with the tragic passing of Hana Kimura. She was a Japanese pro wrestler, star of Terrence House on Netflix, 22 years old. Um, Cyberbullying isn't cool. Cyberbullying is awful. It's inexcusable. And it cost us the life of such such a cute and like pure person. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. It's super unfortunate. And she was born into a wrestling family. Been wrestling professionally for about the last four years, rising up the wrestling scene. And she worked hard. I, I watched a few clips of her. And like just seeing how genuinely like happy and excited she is like to interview and everything else like you could just tell she was just a very pure person so it's it's sad to see her go it is all because of some dumbasses on the internet <laughs> yep 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 it's almost people never really realize that when they send these mean tweets that or post these mean comments. They don't ever take the time to actually think there is an individual on the other side. They're just being dicks to be dicks. Yeah. No, the the amenity on the internet is absolutely awful and completely toxic. The assumed amenity on the internet. Right. Because believe me, you're not truly anonymous no matter what you do, unless you have a VPN, which brings us to today's sponsors. No, I'm kidding. We you mean you, <laughs> you mean today's not sponsor? We're still waiting for a VPN sponsor, guys. <laughs> we still haven't gotten one. Trust me, our DMs are open. They're lubed up. Slide right in. We are ready for you. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go jump over and... Let's actually talk about what we're going to do next, because it's different than what we thought we were going to do. Okay. So we're going to jump and talk about three episodes of Demon Slayer. And then we're going to take a quick break away from that and then go talk about MMO Junkie for a while. So we've got to wrap up the show and give it a rating this week. Mm-hmm. Lots happened. We finished it off. I've got feels, but you'll have to listen to see how I feels about MMO Junkie. So let's start working our way that way, shall we? Hey there, Thing of Tears. Have you been wanting to slide into my DMs? Well, now's your chance. So make sure you talk to us at a ThinkPod 
at gmail.com. And it's time for our Nancy Reacts se- segment. Back to our anime, if you will. And we have uh, Demon Slayer first up on our docket today. Yep. A nice three episode little binge that we did. Because a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> a lot of things. We finished up a storyline and got into a new storyline. Huzzah! I guess we'll start <laughs> with that. Nancy, how do you think it went? How was that wrap-up to that nice little first mission? You get to see Tanjiro go into the swamp and fight two of them while Nezuko protects the boy and the girl, the man and the girl. And, yeah. I think, I think it's cool. And I'm I'm starting to appreciate the show like a lot more because I'm I'm learning how Tanjiro thinks and like how his training is paying off. Like I'm seeing why it took him two years to get to where he's at. <laughs> so it's justifying the time skip that we had a little bit, and it's paying off because I'm getting to see like underwater techniques with the water effect in the swamp, which is still so cool. I still love the way they drop the water effects for the blade. It's so pretty. I can't help myself. Like. It and like there's nice. it's so nice i will never be over it it's like one of my favorite things of the show so far and it's just water <laughs> so that just but i think that speaks like to like how much this show actually has me hooked and like getting to see like the battle and like different types of demons that aren't ones to just like kill children that think they have what it takes because you know nothing says a good anime to me like child murder and we get to see more girls getting taken here and, like, how creepy they are. And also it shows, like, that they're not just, like, mindless monsters. They actually start thinking and developing, like, weird habits. Like, like collecting the bows is kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie. It is. It's a very macabre hobby to have. So it's cool to see, like, they're, like, developing. So, so far, I'm just like, oh. I'm so into this anime. And, <laughs> you know... If you look at it, too, with that, how terrified that child got, or that demon, rather, got of him mentioning the, the master demon's name. Yep. He, he was, like, crying. He was sniffling. He was like, I can't tell. I won't tell. I can't tell. And, like, you'll never get that from me. And, like, he just, like, he's like, I'm going to die either way, but I'm not dying at the hand of that monster. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Like my fingers were like rubbing together and I was all excited. I was like, <laughs> And then we oh, got to see Tokyo. And how absolutely overwhelmed overwhelmed our poor boy is. Cause he was just a a simple farm boy. Selling charcoal and sniffing out cats breaking bowls, and now here he is in a huge bustling city like hunting demons. His life is so different now. <laughs> right. And I like how just, he, uh, yeah, the marvel of what he sees in the city. Right. And the face that they drew for him for that, for the scene where he like, he's like, it's so bright, even though it's dark out and like the life and like everyone's just wandering around and like they're shopping, there's cars, like it's a, it's a full, complete 180 from what he's used to. And then the face that they drew to just, like, show how he felt was perfect. And as, as dark as the show has been so far and, like, twisted, the sense of humor when they add it is so well done. 
Right. And it always hits, and I love it. So it's a nice break from the gore and the dark themes and everything else. But at the same time, like that's that's my shit right there. So of course I want to go. Well, and then he gets the while eating the udon. He gets a whiff. Runs in the town, and there he is, big bad demon daddy. Yeah, demon daddy is right. Cause damn. <laughs> He, look, yes. he looks like Michael Jackson, though. You know, my wife said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, because he does. Like, Michael Jackson, after he bleached his skin, where he still had his curly hair, and he was, like, really into, like, the suits and the fedoras, like, that is 100% Michael Jackson. <laughs> and we'll get a little and more into him. And he... We'll get a little bit more into that in a moment, because we also find out that he's... Posing as a human. He has a human wife and daughter and is able to very much control himself. But you also get to see him like grow out his nails and like just scratch somebody. Doesn't have to bite them, doesn't have to do just a little nick. And he's able to turn a person into a demon. And then you jump into the next episode. Where the newly turned demon is subdued by Tanjiro, who is giving him a full Nelson while Muzan, who we will call MJ from now on. Okay. MJ, yes. He he, he's away with his child and his wife. They're all front, but you know. Yes. Police Um, try to pull Tanjiro off, but he is helped by some nearby demons. Doctor Lady, Tamayo, and her companion, lovesick puppy dog boy, Yushiro. Oh, he is such, such a puppy. He's a simp. <laughs> you look beautiful every day. And Doctor Lady is also a demon. Yes, with the ability to make enchanted blood that makes people trip out and see a fuck ton of flowers, apparently. Yep, that's her blood demon arts. And explains as how every demon contains Muzin's blood, and their whereabouts and movements can be tracked by him. Should they mention the him to anyone, their cells will be destroyed. This is called the Kibutsuji curse. MJ's bad. MJ is bad, and Dr. Lady reveals that after 200 years of research, he has finally managed to do the curse on her and learn the ability to turn humans into demons. Although, it is only performed on patients that are dying and choose to be turned. Lovesick Boy was one of them. It's good to see that she's dabbling a little bit in necromancy, just a little. Like, this, episode has, this episode also has just a lot of plot yes this is a very plot happy like heavy episode like we haven't even had the chance to talk about like udan like our udan man who is like low-key one of my favorite characters because then like plot just like takes off and we know that she's like over 200 years old yes and like she's able to live off of very little blood (laughs) so she can live off of the scent of human blood and then so, if she really needs some, like, she, she'll take some, like, 
transfusions, quote unquote, because she is still a doctor. And like be able to get her fixed that way if she really needs it. And how best girl is very important because this is different and she needs to study her blood as well, too. So we have a quest now. This was our quest getting episode. Yes, you have plot device number two. Not only are you slaying demons, you are drawing their blood. So you are basically lining up the cows for slaughter. And then they get And he's like, I'll do it. They do. By some crazy cool demons. We're gonna call her Ball Girl and Eye Hands, Sasamaru and Yahaba. Eye Hands and Ball Girl. Really? Those are the names you decided to come up with? <laughs> You're damn right, because it fits. He has eyes on his hands and she attacks with tomato balls. What? Okay. I'm gonna anyway, let you have it. <laughs> they're big bad they're big bad demons, and in the next episode, you can fight them. <sighs> yes, they fight, and Ball Girl plummets the house, and that she and I Hand Guy are part of the twelve demon moons, the twelve Kazuki. Oh, they're, that was the reference. I had no idea. They are generales. So guess what? Not only did he have to go find demons' bloods, he's found his first demons to get the blood of. Plot oh my god. Amazing. They just showed up so conveniently. Wow, this is weird. I had what? I had no idea. <laughs> but the battles are fucking cool though. This like, episode had the CGI where it needed to be. Right, and it was done well where it like and it worked. Like, I had no problems with the way that this specific scene looked in terms of, like, the fighting. Like, I think the arrows were done really well. And again, back to the humor. Like, just dodge the arrows. I can't see the arrows. What do you mean you can't see the arrows? Like, and it's like, here, let me acupuncture something to your forehead right quick. Okay, got you, fam. Now you can see the arrow. <laughs> then it became yeah. a badass fight. <laughs> yeah, let me acupuncture this to your forehead so it turns invisible real quick. I've gifted you my van. Oh, hey, look, now you can see the arrows. Oh, yeah, I can see the arrows now. Oh, hey, I can do this. Right. But once the fight started, like, picking up and, like, you know, seeing the arrows and, like, seeing how, like, he reacts to his arrows and, like, him getting his ass kicked, this is also the first time we get to see Tanjiro without his, like, kimono. And he's just in his straight, like, Demon Slayer uniform. This is the first time we actually get to see it, and it looks badass. <laughs> yeah. I want this. I want it so bad. It looks like so, like, if I were to get that in, like, a pajama set, like, I'd be so comfy around <laughs> So, it's cool, because, like, we really haven't seen it. And now he's, no, like, fighting haven't. someone that's actually difficult. It's like, oh, cape's coming off now. Shit's getting real. And then we get to see a super smart boy technique because he's a smart boy. <laughs> I do like how lovesick boys like, you know what? You, Dr. Lady and best girl and I will take care of this one. Go get the guy with the arrow hands. Right. So three. And then like people are getting their asses handed to a best girl lost her leg. <laughs> yeah, best girl lost her leg and is now getting the power to restore it very quickly from Dr. Lady. Oh yeah, she's giving her the good shit. Just <laughs> She got that like, good. It'll be good. okay. Shoot. 
Right? So yeah. we get to see a badass like combination moves for for the mm. decap. And speaking of decaps, let's talk real quick before you react to that about the balls decapitating a lovesick boy. Bruh. Okay. So I I wasn't ready. And you know, I know what they were doing too, because like up until this point, like anytime like we saw a decapitation, it meant death. But they only died because of the sword that's being used. And if you don't remember that, then it like I see why it would like quote unquote like take you for a loop and you're like, oh, I remember. But like the way it grew back, so cool. <laughs> like you got to see the veins, part of the face getting built, and like the teeth even, like the whole construction. And then like he starts talking when he's not ready yet. Done so well. <laughs> right. Oh my god. I I will I'm gonna gush about the animation for this the entire time. I hope everyone's ready because like I see stuff like this and it just gets me so excited and happy. This this show has such great animation and I'm just it's so good to watch. Yeah, it's it's pretty but then like I like the plot too. The like is the, the plot is still dark and it's exciting so far. Like Although, like, they're starting to get into some, like, tropes. It's fine, because there's still enough there. Like, it's, it's, it's so far, so good. And it's not just like, oh, we win all the time. It's like, oh, no, we actually have to stop and think about what we're doing. And now we're missing a leg. And we have to wait until next week to find out what happens in the next episode. Yes, and we'll get there. So, it ramps up. It's good. I'm still really enjoying watching Demon Slayer with you. Yes, it's good to rewatch most of this. So, how how is this making you feel? Like now that we're about nine episodes in, is like I've in terms of like my reactions. Was it what you would expect? Am I latching onto something different? No, it's about what I expect for you to latched on for this show. The themes, the animation, for sure, but definitely the themes. I like them spooky. <laughs> so. I think that has a lot to do with it. And I'm glad you're enjoying this because I'm going to get you to watch one more anime before everything is said and done over the summer because it'll tie in later. But we'll talk about that one eventually. And that eventually is not today. No, but we have other things that we still need to talk about today because we wrapped up MMO Junkie. (laughs) Yes, we did. And this one's... Well, let's just go into it. So you got to see the entire, basically the entire back half of the series in one sitting. What do you mean? Because where we last left off, Morioka had her date with Koiwai. And Sakurai gets worried and runs over to Koiwai's house and gets shit given to him. So it picks up now where our blonde haired dashing European transplant Sakurai is pretty sure that Morioko plays Hayashi. And he can't keep pretending that he doesn't know who she is. So Koiwai decides to jump in and be best man. Is the best wingman. Oh my god. And plays the game. He does. And he makes the best buff girl of all time. Like, she is she is beautiful. She is busty. 
She is blonde and she is buff. Her she name just is Arumi. Yes, so cute. <laughs> and then Sakurai gets a screenshot from Koiwai playing the game and sees Morioka's character who looks very familiar to Sakurai. Bum bum bum. Okay, let me. We're going to talk about this now. Okay. This, I think, was too far. But it was cute. And, like, I don't believe in, like, these circumstances, like, happening multiple times. Like, I was okay believing, like, yes, they, like, met in real life and online, like, where they were. But the callback to be, like, when they were young and, <laughs> and they were in different places and they, like, still had each other and the fact that they still played together. It's like, okay, that is too much of a stretch. But, but it's still a cute it's, story. But it's also and like, not that much of a stretch because gamers all the time end up reconnecting with old gamer friends through Xbox Live because maybe they change gamer tags and consoles and recognize something about it. And it's happened. It's rare, but it happens. I know. And like it's fine. Like it's like I said, like the way that this is done, it's still sweet because they're in different parts of their lives and they separated and then they so it's like it, it's still a nice story. And like I like how it's paid off. You know, and it like helps her open up too because like she realizes like she's been vulnerable to this person twice and obviously she's neurotic. So it's nice. <laughs> I'm just saying like that that's probably like my biggest grievance with the back half of it. But I understand why they did it. And I'm not completely upset. But if that's like the, the thing I'm complaining about, I think it speaks to like just how nice the rest of this was it, it like it brought me to a happy place it was very cute it's not a very deep anime it is not a deep anime but it's cute it's adorable and like they like between morioko and our boy yuta sakurai like they're they're very awkward and nerdy and adorable together right and it's, it's, it's just cute so to see them just I to do. see them do things. And so, at the end of episode 7, Sakurai decides to create a new character and plays the game together with, with Koiwai and Morioka. And then, Sakurai remembers playing the other game and being adopted by an elderly Japanese couple. You find out the name of the old game was Nanter SG. Yep. After their death. Then he met a player and bonded with her. So he names the character the same name, Hearth. Only in English, though. I'm sorry? I said only in English, though. This time around. <laughs> and a certain somebody apparently can't read English. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I said Morioko can't. Reading? Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Morioka can't read English. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah, like, not everyone can, but it's just funny. It's like, he's like, oh, she'll know. Oh, she's not reacting. Darn it. And he's like, oh, she can't read English. And it's like, that's cute. <laughs> yep. But then they realize they know each other from the previous game, and they agree to meet. And then. He drops the bombshell that he's Lily. Yep, because he couldn't do it over the phone. His phone died. 
great. And she obviously just like breaks down. Yeah, she has like a little moment of crisis. Yeah, like she like, like you can see the stars in her eyes. Like she is like so outside of herself and she is like full neurosis. (laughs) Her world has gotten shook. But then she kind of turns out okay. And completely sticks uh, Sakurai in the friend zone. We can be good friends. And he's like, damn it. (laughs) And then he he believes he was rejected. He doesn't log into the game for a week. Which upsets her too. And Koiwai being the best wingman again. Yes. Let's him go to the meet in the park. So crafty. And then they get love- to the go to the convenience store. But Koiwai's still the sweet man. No, I and one thing that I really appreciate with Koiwai too is like he now has pictures of both of them completely drunk. Cause neither of them can like can hang. Like <laughs> he's yep. a seasoned champ at this point, and he's like, I'm just here to mess with people. And like also y'all are like he'll like fuck with you, but like it's for the best, honestly. Like <laughs> Yeah, Koiwai is still the best wingman. It's like he's got blackmail and all of these kids like just do things. He's smart. I respect him. He's like, you motherfucker. He's like, I'm just trying to help you, you motherfuckers. Right? <laughs> That's all it is. He's just sitting there going, I'm trying to help you, you sons of bitches. Yeah, that's that's quite why. So they get to meet up and like they're like, no, no, it was Koi Wai. No, no. And then as as you do in any like classic trope, they go get food because her stomach is screaming apparently because she just doesn't eat. And then they go to the convenience store where um, one of the other convenience store attendants is like, "Oh, is that your girlfriend?" And so she of has course, a moment. she has another moment. We're at three, I think, so far in this episode. But wait, there's more, right? Because then they get caught in the rain, and it's so cute. And then they have like a moment, and like, then she starts crying. Guys, it's like a movie. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) And then she is one hundred percent freaking out in episode ten. Most definitely, because girl is taking a shower. In Sakurai's house. So she's naked. We got to see some anime titties. Not all the way, but they were still there. <laughs> they were tasteful side boob. Tasteful side boob titties. And he's got her clothes. He's being a good dude. He's putting her clothes in the dryer. Left comfy stuff for her. Yeah. He's like, here you go. And like, being all awkward. Like, I'm leaving it outside. I know you're naked right now, but I'm trying not to think about you being naked. Ah. <laughs> and all the little meltdowns that they have. Both being just like so anxious around each other, but it's adorable. It is. It's. Two guys falling in love. <laughs> you get to see Koi Y B Best Wingman again. We get one last Best Wingman moment. We do. Where he fucks with them again as they're going on, and then they go on a date. It's great. 
because I like Koiwai. I also like how Morioka is apparently deaf. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's like the only way this makes. <laughs> right. Like. <What>? No. <sighs> so this show it has a lot of flaws. Yes. But it's so it's good. It's still so good. It is. And like they they the characters are so strong that you don't care what happens, you just want more character. So they just add things that happen so the characters can react to those things happening. That's really what this is. And it's not bad. Like it's done very well. And like I said, like I love seeing Sakurai and Morioka just like together because like they're awkward and then like they try to like push the line and it's just like it's cute it's it's a little cringy sometimes because it's like you know i don't feel like normal people would be like that where they're both like sitting on the floor and like bowing to each other sorry like, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i know like but it's funny so it's fine like at that point so it's just like even like the parts that are like the weak points the weak points are still done well like it's just right. like oh come on we're going here okay but it's like, it's fine, because, like, I wanted, you know, I wanted to see them, you know, like, obviously, like, get together. And I also appreciate that they don't really, like, they don't show, like, any kissing or anything like that. So you don't get that, like, full satisfaction. No, you don't. It never actually gives you that. Right. It leaves you and wanting I'm... to see it. It leaves you wanting a little bit more. Right. And that was great. Like, I was so happy that they did that, because usually it's like, oh, yeah, of course, like, this is this is how it is, and, like, you get that fruition, but once you finally get that, like, it's just like when Jim and Pam in the office finally started dating, the ratings dropped, or and, like, the watch, the views dropped, because everyone got what they wanted, so it was nice that they left that out, because it's like, you know, I could just watch this again and again, and I'll still be like, will they? <laughs> will they? Will they kiss eventually? Will they be able to do it? Right, and you'll never get that satisfaction because yeah, there's and that's no great. more to it. That's great. It's, well, no, there's one more thing that we're talking about next week, actually. Yes, but it doesn't really tie into anything. No, it's just nice, and it's different. So, and that's what I mean, is you don't get any more continuation of their story. That manga ended, like, officially two years ago, but it's been on hiatus since 20, it was on hiatus since 2015. Oh, we got but. For what it was, it was really good. Like, It's one I've recommended people to watch because it's not something I normally would have chosen to watch, but I did. And I wasn't disappointed. It was engaging and it caught my attention. It kept me watching. I was curious. Yeah. And, it, and it's different from a lot of the other things that like, I know I have watched, like in terms of like anime. And it's good to get like a more true slice of life type of anime that also it, it, it's almost like a firefly to me where it's like that one season like it'll still give you like yeah you would like more but you know it's not gonna happen and like you can like i would probably go back and rewatch this just because i enjoyed the ride so much that's what it was for me with this with having you watch it was i got to rewatch a majority of it again and i enjoyed doing that so, yeah, and this is also one that you can, like, come back, like, when you've got, like, different perspectives on life. And, like, I'll always appreciate that with shows. I have a couple shows that when I rewatch them in different stages, I look at them differently. And I feel like this would be one of those shows. 
Like, if I were to come back in, like, six months and rewatch it, I'd probably look at it with a different set of eyes. And I appreciate shows that can do that. Because there's always something different you can pick up from the story in something like this. Mm-hmm. So Because it leaves it open. Right. It does. So I guess that brings me to my question for you is, what are some of your final thoughts and what would you rate this show? So I'm glad I watched it. Like I said, um, it was a good experience. I still have issues with like how some of the characters are, but it got better towards the end. And I was, I was very happy. I just felt like the, all of the, the flaws were just, advertised probably just a little too long for my liking um but once they finally started like getting into like the characters being more comfortable then the show got a lot better and it also picked up a lot more um so it was good like the the art still looked nice they had good backdrops and everything it wasn't like anything like really right home about but it was still still good and then all the cringy moments So, it has it had a blend. If I was gonna rate it though, I'd probably give it a drum roll, please. D twelve. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's a good show. It, it's good. It it tells a complete story and leaves you wanting does. enough more that if they made new episodes, you'd be interested enough to continue and give them your rating. Right. It's nothing to write home about. No. But the experience I got watching it is one of the reasons why it rated so high. Because it got, like, actual reaction and emotion from me. And it wasn't just like, oh, that's cool, or oh, that sucks. Like, I was was invested. And the fact that they got me invested in the characters is why I bumped up. But if it wasn't for that, it would be closer to a D8. But they just did such a great job with the characters where you can't be mad. Well, and this is one of my favorite examples of when people ask what what anime can be other than, you know, like your Dragon Ball Z, your One Piece, your Gundam, you know, your mechas or your fantasy or overpowered people. What else can it be? This and this is one of the shows I point to this in your light in April. I point to those two shows as ones that can show you what else anime can do to tell a compelling drama tale. Robots and aliens. And buffed up and and swole daddies. Well, it's not all it is exactly. It's anime is a lot more. There's a lot to it. There's good comedy anime. We happen to enjoy one of the comedy anime we found, which was Pop Team Epic. Team Epic is amazing. Maybe that's a show we should just talk about one day. It's not like we haven't watched the entire thing. I still think my favorite is when the men sing the. Uh, the song. It's really hard to beat that, especially with the way that it was animated. The little, the little like, felt, yeah, the little, the little felt, felt pop. God. I want one so bad. Um, but we're getting off topic, and no, I think at no, that it's top team epic <laughs> time, we've got to keep going. We got time to fill. <laughs> team epic deserves way more than this. They Are deserve way better than this, and you know it. Are you upset? I am not upset. I am not Are you upset. upset. I am not upset. <laughs> I am not upset. Are Disappointed. You upset? 
<laughs> Discipline. I am not upset. Who and on that note, guys, I, <laughs> I, think... this week. I don't know if we have anything else. I don't even have a rating to give you for MMO Junkie. I'm going to hold mine because next week when we talk about the OVA, maybe I'll give mine then. Maybe I won't. I don't know if I'm rating this one yet. I mean, I am because, you know, you set that precedent. So it would be better if you did. I'm only going to put a little bit of pressure on you to do so, but it's fine. <sighs> All right, I fine. Know. You know what, thing it is? I do actually give this series a D8. I recommend it. It's good. It's solid. It's nothing to write home about. I personally love it, but as a critical view to it, there are a lot of flaws with it. It does take too much time to focus on Morioka and her habits are quite annoying. I understand. But again, she is she was under stress. She had a breakdown. She did this. She's embarrassed by it. She's awkward. We get it. It's a classic trope in anime like this for light novels like these are. Dashing young hero, good-looking guy. It's it's a trope, and it just follows a lot of familiar ones that most of the anime of this genre does, especially with the topic it's over with the role-playing games. But it's a good watch, and the characters are super compelling, which is why I rate it what I do. I'm not thinking. Koi is still best wingman. He will always be best wingman. Get yourself a Koi Stay out of melee range. Forget to wash your damn hands.